This podcast is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. The Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators. Podcasts by educators. For more great content, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Principal PLN Podcast, hosted by Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter, at Dr. Spike Cook, at Principal J, and at Principal Stagger. There are many great ways to contact the PLN. Follow the hashtag Principal PLN or at Principal PLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at PrincipalPLN.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Principal PLN. This is episode 97. And believe it or not, all three of us are here. Even Teresa's back from the influenza dead. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Welcome back. Hey, you guys. Missed you. How was, how was influenza? Uh, it is everything that you would hope it would be. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, they talk about the new the new wave of the influenza coming. They are not kidding. It's a beast and it lingers. So yeah. get ready, man. It's not the good news is it's not like the it's not the stomach one. It's the you know the the make you want to sleep for the rest of your life flu. Um but you know, it's there it is. And we're I think we're on the other side of it now. So that's yeah, awesome. you, fought, you fought through <laughs> it. You were able know, to fight yeah. through it. Through it. We got yeah. this. Yeah. So and luckily, you know, any principal's dream is it, you know, it happened over spring break. So at oh. least I didn't have to worry about oh, taking yeah. time off. That's the best. Is, yeah. I mean you know it I Weekends swear and... I get sick on breaks because yeah. it's like <clears throat> your bodily your body finally just, you know, lets down and then your adrenaline yeah. isn't going anymore and then that's when i get sick always yeah it's like so, somebody was saying that to me at work too they were like it it, it it's almost like you know you you know that you can't get sick and it's finally your body is just telling you like this is it you're done and and luckily because it's you know you know you're coming to a break and it's time to just relax the tiniest little bit as soon as you can do that that's when it hits but it's i'd, I'd really rather have it over break then you know than while you're trying to work yeah it's a nightmare it yeah. is a nightmare so what are well, we doing? Jess, oh, thanks, Spike. Jess, I know you and I have been back from break for a week now. But Spike, what about you? How was your break? My break was awesome. Uh, really got a chance to uh, decompress and get some things um, finished, like some reading and some writing and stuff. But then also just like do some stuff for myself. You know, like I didn't do a, a float this time, but I did do. I did get a massage, which was awesome. And uh, did a yoga class and um, yeah, just, you know, I took naps, <laughs> oh, did a little staycation and did, did naps. And, um, and I started this, um, I know I've been talking about the one thing like on the last couple episodes ever since Jethro Jones infected me with the one thing that uh, was virus a podcast, by the way. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah. So I, I finished that book. Uh, I, I got a, blog post out of it. I'm going to actually have a few because I took one of the, or took the concept and applied it to, um, like our school improvement plan that we're doing for next year. But, um, yeah, I was really, um, I was really impressed with that. It's a very simple way of looking at things. You know, what's the one thing that you can do today that can make everything, you know, easier or 
unnecessary or whatever. And you can apply it to um, everything, you know, personal, professional. You know, it kind of reminded me a lot of like, remember when we were reading uh, The Miracle Morning and, yes. um, you know, some of those, like, I don't know, I'm, I, I love those books. I those types of books like they get me motivated and stuff and so it was um it's been really good and um so my one thing is like right now i keep i'm probably like the rest of the world um but i get up and i look at my phone and <laughs> i start going through this app and that app and this app and that app and then the next thing i know it's like 20 minutes half hours gone by and you know like i'm just wasting time um so I've made this new thing where I was like, I do use my phone for an alarm, but um, I'm not going to like in the morning go through like my apps and stuff like that. So um, I'm starting like a walking regimen in the morning and I've been doing it now for like, I guess like four or five days. And what they say in the book is like, you have to do something for 66 days in order for it to become you know, a, a real habit. So um, yeah, so just something simple, um, but you know, it's like the one, like, what's the one thing that would make, you know, either make me feel better for the rest of the day or make me feel like I've accomplished something or whatever. So, cause the idea is that for it to spill into other parts of your life. Um, and then they kind of talk a little bit about like, I wouldn't call it like habit stacking, but like once you get one thing done, then you can start getting another thing. And so it's sort of based off my gratitude and meditation in the morning. Cause I wasn't start, like I was doing that, but I wasn't, um, like I wasn't starting out very mindful if I'm like trolling through Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that as I'm like trying to wake up. So like restructured my morning and um, yeah. Yeah, I do that too. I The very first thing I do is write in a journal and I just write um, what I'm grateful for. And I, I list at least three things. Like that's my requirement. I have to list three things. And sometimes it's just coffee. Right. Is one of them. You right. Know, it can be as simple as that. And Air. After, yeah. After, after the yeah, three things I'm. It's what am I looking forward to today? Mm. Is um, that is that a, a model that you got from someone or something? Because um, I just heard something like, I don't know if you've heard this guy, Tim Ferriss, but somebody was just talking to me about Tim Ferriss. And apparently he has this journal um, that people purchase and it's oh, you start out with yeah, uh, I don't know. a grateful well, I mean, thing or a gratitude thing what you want to accomplish and then you revisit it at the end of the day too yeah I do try to revisit it well my morning journaling process has evolved over the years I mean ever since starting the miracle morning um this is just simpler to me and so if it's simple I'm more likely to stick with it and right. I'm sticking with this for a long time um but hey so random the miracle morning there's going to be a movie it's going to be coming what? out this summer i think yeah the miracle movie wow yeah yeah i don't know if you follow the author um hal elrod but he had cancer and he uh, like yes. nearly died and then the person who was um i can't remember the film producer she got hit by a bus and died but then oh. they still had somebody while he was in the hospital still was working on it. And this movie, I think it's this summer, was the last thing I read. So Goodness. I still follow Hal and, and listen to the, the podcast and, you know, continuously I'm, I'm growing from that resource. That's crazy that that happened because even like prior to that, when I read The Miracle Morning, wasn't there something that happened to him also earlier yeah, in life? Like yeah, like he had a car accident and broke like yeah you know, so many bones in his body and had been dead and they brought him back. Like oh he's goodness. like 
a cat with nine lives. It's crazy. Joke. The man's incredible. So how about you, Teresa? What has your morning been like with, with the influenza? <laughs> <laughs> we know the answer to that. Yeah. 23 minutes of blowing my nose. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's I awesome. Guess the question really should be like, what do you want your morning to be what like? What do I want my morning to be like? <laughs> Normal again. You'd rather no, be yeah, able to get like... up and, and look at your phone or do anything I know. besides Without cough. Like, yeah. <laughs> wiping all the sad from my eyes. No, it's, um, you know, I, I do a lot of what, you know, Spike, like what you're talking about. I, I grab my phone and it's mostly, in all honesty, it's because my eyesight is terrible and I can't see anything else. So I grab my phone and I look at it for about 10 minutes while my eyes are waking up before I even try to put my glasses on and adjust to anything else. So I sit and I'll just kind of scroll through the notifications that came through at night. Um, and it's usually, you know, the news or I don't have a lot of Facebook notifications. I only have um, some days I have my work email notifications still on. Um, but I'll look through that. And then if I have, I have, I have this, um, I, th I might have shared this before. If not, you guys are going to, you're going to, my husband calls these basements. These are things that make me crazy. And it's um, the app ba badge or the app notification buttons on your phone. Um, when I wake up and I see like 20 on my Twitter, it makes me crazy because I don't like to have those on there. So, right. Well, and now there could be 20 that are all from somebody else's right. tweet. And, and you if can, everybody else replying to right. it, you're like, what? Yeah, it makes me crazy. So I go in and I clear those out. Um, my Facebook, I don't even have the the notifications on there, but I'll, like I'll clear out my my LinkedIn, my Twitter, and then um, I'll quickly scan my email just so that I feel like I know what's going on. Um, but I have uh, I I've done a couple times where you know trying not to check my phone. You know the you know the biggest struggle I have is that I take my kids to school. But I can't, I drop them off and their building is right across the street from mine. And when I can't drop them off before 645. So as soon as I drop them off, my day is like, it's hit the ground running as soon as mm -hmm. I get to work. So there's no time for me to get in early and sit down and go through email and kind of have that process. So I have to do it before I leave the house. And it's just a matter of where that falls. But Jess, when you're talking about the gratitude journal, I used to do, when I was in college, I did something like that, but I did it at night. Um, and it was three things that I had, three things that had made me happy or I was grateful for throughout the day, like that yeah. had happened throughout the day. So it's kind of the same idea of what you're talking about, but I love the idea of doing it in the morning and doing that. Do you do it literally while you're still in bed? Like, is it literally the first no, thing? No, no, because I don't want to wake up my husband. So I oh, just, okay. I get right out. I push the coffee button and I sit on the couch with my journal. And I have it, like, I usually at night, I lay it out right next to the coffee maker because the first thing I do is push the coffee maker and then grab my journal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do it in the morning, too. I do, like, the five things I was grateful for from the day before. Um, and then I do this, like, meditation thing that goes along with it. But And I got this from one of the coaches that works with our uh, with our district, uh, this woman, Eileen Pogus. I've talked about her hundreds of times. I love that woman. And one thing that I was talking with her about was like how, like, cause it really helps like with anxiety and stuff too. Mm -hmm. It's been, there's been a lot of like connections with that. And that's something I struggle with. Um, so when I, the last time I met with her, I was saying how my anxiety was going up and she was asking me what my morning routine was. And I was still, I'm still doing the, you know, the gratitude and meditation. 
And, um, but when I backed it up a little bit and I talked about going through all my apps and looking at notifications and stuff, she's like, you're just, you're really like starting out like on the wrong foot because you're, you're, your anxiety is going up because you're looking at those notifications. You're looking at that. You're looking at, you know, so I went through my phone and I took all the notifications off. I, thankfully I don't have my work email on there. Um, so now when I look at it, it doesn't, yeah. Like, cause I'm like you, Teresa, like I want to like, I want to like, make sure like if I have 20, you know, email things, like I got to get to those and I got to, I got to take care of that. Now when I look at my phone, like, almost all the notifications are turned off and yeah. um it gives me a, a a lot more i don't know it's gonna sound crazy but like my peace of mind oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah i'm sure everybody would say that yeah. you know you get stressed when you see the little badge and just yeah. take it off why does it need to be there take the off of every app take it off <laughs> it's not like it's not like we're not checking twitter you know what i mean it's not like and that's kind of what i have to go back to is i did that for so long you know i was like a huge proponent of turning notifications off and i feel like mm -hmm. i've gone backwards on that um and why i don't know that? why i don't know why? and i don't know if it's because my my thought process is because i started that because i started the new job and i have different responsibilities now mm -hmm. and i think because my my personal routine was was thrown off when it, because now I'm, I'm not the only, I'm not the only administrator in the building. I'm, there's a team mm -hmm. of us. So yeah. it's, it's a whole lot and I'm not the head person in charge anymore. So that brings along with it different because I have someone to report directly to every day, you know, there's, so there's, right. I think because that all changed, I, I went backwards and just turned it all back on. So I didn't miss anything and made sure that, you know, I'm, I'm in charge of our social media in the building. So mm. making sure that those are on so that I can, you know, I can get on top of them. And, but, but I, I, I've, you know, you keep, you, you talk about it and you hear, you hear people saying it. And like I said, I've, you know, I've been preaching this forever, but right. I think today might be the, today might be the day. Yeah. It is. Maybe, I, mean, I may be quiet the rest of the podcast because you're going to take in. Yeah. <laughs> well, it it's tough because I think what, and I don't know when I read it, and I may have been re reading it in something that I, you know, was like reading in my bed, like as I was clicking through all this stuff. Is like that. Then you're you're starting your work day really early, and you know how we talk a lot about like your your work life balance, and like for us, you know, I think sometimes we look at like our school as as our work, but in all honesty, like blogging, tweeting, you know, doing all that kind of stuff is also a part of work as well. It's a personal, you know, personal work or personal, you it's know, personal, uh, personal learning. Uh, it's still work. So I don't know when I was talking with, with this, with this coach, um, you know, she was just like, you know, you know, no matter what culture you look at, like in, in the world, like the morning is the most, you know, um, important time, you know, for, for a lot of different reasons. And, um, you know, all she did was just basically kind of gently say like, listen, are you, are you willing to, to give, to, to forfeit that, that like really, really important time to, um, to start your day off? Or do you want to just get started and then, you know, kind of go through everything. And then when I read the, the one thing, uh, book, it kind of re, um, you know, kind of reaffirm that because, you know, if that's your one thing, then that's fine. I mean, that's what you, but that's not, that's like for me, like social media and stuff, that's not my one thing. It's not my, you know, thing that I want to spend four or five hours a day on. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I like it. And the impact it was having on me though. Cause you know, I don't know, just like, 
I think that was that was a more important thing because I'm sure there's a lot of people when I've mentioned this to they're like, oh, yeah, I I check my phone when I wake up. I check my phone when I wake up. You know, Um, there's other people who've now moved back to alarm clocks and back to because I also use it for like a little sleep machine. Like I have this like fan app. So it's like a white noise thing. So I have to turn that off. But one thing that I'm looking at is like, you know, what? I should just get like there's like these little things you can get like Bed Bath and Beyond. They're like little noise maker things, too. But it's not your phone, you know? Yeah. And yeah. don't you feel like um, when you, when I, when I wake up, at least for me, I wake up and I see all these badges and all these misnotifications. I, I wake up feeling like I'm already behind. Yes. And I think that, I think, you know, Spike, what you're saying is so, is so, um, you know, eye opening. It's like, you're, you're literally starting off on the wrong foot. You're starting your day off creating more anxiety. Like totally. Saying, you can't hit the ground running from the second you wake up. I love that. That's my one thing, you guys. That's there it. you go. That was the thing that I was like, I like a like a like a what kind of analogy I can make? Like a like a tooth that has like a cavity or decay. I needed to get that out of my life. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I needed to extract it's the root that. Canal. Yeah, I totally needed to, and it's been it's been really helpful. Um, and then. I schedule time during the day. Like I don't have it like set like, okay, I'm not going to get it till nine o'clock or whatever, but like, I don't know. I it's, it's just more, um, it's sort of like taking that email thing that Kurt Reese had always talked about. Like when you want to get the inbox zero, just dedicate time to yeah. it, you know? So dedicate time to, cause there's nothing wrong with it inherently like looking at Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I still love, I think it was Teresa who recommended this a while ago, the app realized. Yeah. Um, I love looking at that um, because it, it um, keeps track of the amount of time you've spent on each of the apps oh, on your phone. Yeah. And some days it can be like, Oh God, loser, quit doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Get like- off. Facebook. Don't need that much time on Facebook. That's right. I, I'm not actually doing anything on Facebook. I'm just mindlessly scrolling. So scrolling. Um, yeah. Yeah. And believe me, I have that hasn't stopped for me. It's just I just don't do it in my mo. You know, in my my morning time. That's all. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's you know, it's still it's still there, and I think that's still part of it. You know, it's still part of our you know of our world. But um. Yeah, so that's that. Those are some some things that I've been really working on over this break, and uh, the real true test will be, you know, tomorrow morning. You know, making sure that I get up and I go right out. You know, because like today I slept in. Um, you know, I can go for I can easily go for a walk and get my ten thousand steps in after this. But tomorrow it's game time. So I have to tell you, so spring break, I I worked a lot during spring break. Um, I worked four days. And I, I just, I had to, I had to get caught up. I had to find my office. I had to, or my table and I had to find my desk. And, um, I left or when I came back after spring break, my office was so clean and I am not kidding by one o'clock in the afternoon, my, um, here's a picture, like my desk, there's like crap all over. And then, and then my table, there's crap all over like one o'clock. I took a picture. I was like, I, okay, here's, it doesn't matter if you get caught up on spring break because this is what it will look like in five hours. (laughs) Just thought I would share that randomness. So So, you actually went into the the building over spring break? I did, yeah. 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 Well, and you know, I, um, 
it was a choice too of do I use my vacation days now or do I use them in summer? So, um, you know, that was a decision I made. So you're contracted through spring break? Well, my contract. You're contracted to work a certain number of days. So, work or don't work, it's, you know, I got to add up to my days. Yeah, because ours is just like, that's part of it. The break, the breaks and stuff. Ours is too. Spring break, Christmas break. But yeah, I have heard of other places that that do it like that, where like, yeah, you have to you have to use your your time, which is tough too, because like there's even some colleges where like the, the college isn't open, so that like forces people to take their vacation time. Oh yeah. Well, and we weren't gonna go anywhere or do anything. My husband had stuff he had to do, so it was like, yeah, might as well just work. Mm-hmm. My children enjoyed hiding in their rooms playing the computer without me right. there nagging them. So, I mean, everybody enjoyed it in my house. Are they I playing? I feel like it's nice for, for, for getting caught up too, though. Yeah. You know, there's, there's oh, something yeah. to be said for if you're not going away and, and you can, because work, I feel like working and working in a normal day where there are teachers and kids in the building and there's, you know, having to handle everything that comes at you is very different than being able to sit in your office and just oh, yeah. work for. Six you know, there was there was one major thing that I had I had been putting off for probably a month, and all it took was one hour of nobody interrupting me, right. and it's done. That's like, so so, yeah. are your kids playing Fortnite? Oh my gosh, what the heck <laughs> is that? Oh my god, we have a club. Oh, it is like club. Yeah, my Can son. You tell me what that is. Like, I, yeah, they are I, playing Fortnite. What the yeah. heck? It's um. I don't know. It's weird because it's not even like a high, like, um, like graphic type game. It's actually kind of basic and it's free. And it's one of those things that it just sort of caught on. It's like, uh, I don't know. I don't like Malcolm I, I watched. Uh, tipping point. Yeah. yeah. I watched. I'm like, I don't understand the big deal about this stupid game. Like, why it, are you also? It is. It has taken over. Like my son used to play all different types of games and stuff. Now he is on the computer playing this game. Adults are playing it. Kids are playing it. Like it's like little kids. Like I have an eight year old. Would he be playing? I think. Game? Yeah, my eight year old plays it with him. Does he? Okay. But we, we there are no computers during the school week, so it's okay. You know, then That's when there's rule. no school, they're all in. I hey, I'll share an educational game that also has crack in it, like Fortnite does. Um, and I say crack just because it's addicting. Just being funny. Um, Prodigy. My eight-year-old is obsessed with Prodigy. Have you seen this game? No. Yes. It's yeah. math, but it's like they're wizards in there. So then they get into like um, a spell casting battle and they have to solve math problems to like beat the other person. And they're so addicted to it. Oh, dude. I'm getting my daughter addicted to this game. Yeah. Uh, this is math. Yeah. yeah they get it's a- math. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. happening. I fully support that addiction. I am so excited right now. She's she struggles so hard with like just the simple. She's good at fractions and geometry. I mean, she's in fourth grade, so you know, take that for what it is. But she struggles so hard with like the basic arithmetic. Uh-huh. It, it just it's it's mind boggling to me. Is this something that's going to help her with that kind of like quick fluency of math I facts? I don't know that it's quick. It's not quick fluency, but they want to play it. Is it like math facts? Is it that kind of stuff? Like basic addition, it subtraction, multiplication? Like they first take a like a like a test kind of to see where they're at, I think. Oh, 
I love this already. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we we use it uh, in in middle school. Is it a um? Is it an app or is it just on the computer? What does it look like? Like where do you? Um, where, how do you it is an iPad app. I don't think it's on Android. No, it's not on Android because he has to use a laptop at home. Yeah. Awesome. So just Prodigy, P-R-O-D-I-G-Y. And Super then exciting. look for that. Yeah. Good call. Thanks for that. Yeah, there you go. So, hey, should we talk staff meeting ideas? Real quick. So let me, because I, I just oh. looking this up yeah, so about nice. Fortnite. It, it, is, it is now like 30% of all PC players are playing this game. Whoa! Forty percent of PC. Thirty percent. Yeah. PC. It's a big number. Yeah, it's, and it's um. I'm trying to find the. Uh, it's the best-selling app in 13 countries, in less than 12 hours after its release. What? Yeah, it's it's insane. That's a that's a number, man. That's a big number. Yeah, it's. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up as a side note. Um, okay. So what was so, your question, Jess? Well, hold on. I'm going to, instead of going to that question, I'm going to share, <laughs> I'm going to share a Wait, book. Wait, we're going back now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to share a book because this connects to my teenager addicted to this game. And I think I've shared on here. I need, I need the parenting book for how to survive your child in middle school without pulling your hair out. Mm -hmm. um, and I just got, um, I haven't read this book, but um, it's called Attack of the Teenage Brain by John Medina. Um, it's an ASCD book. And I mean, just right there, Attack of the Teenage Brain. Um, it's about understanding the teenage brain, really. And he's right. written other great, um, I think Brain Rules maybe was his other book. I think so. I was going to say, I know that's a that's a big name in yeah. brain research. So just, yes. just throwing yes. that name he out there. Did he, read, did he, like, he wrote something else like brain... Brain. Uh, maybe brain rules. Eric, somebody brain. wrote brain. brain yeah, John Medina's brain rules. Nice. Brain rules. Okay. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. So I'm just throwing that out there. It's an ASCD book. Um, What's it called? Um, Attack of the Teenage Brain. I love the cover of it. It's pretty awesome looking. I'll I'll include that in our show notes. You read it? No, I just got it. Oh, just, got just got it got this it. week, and I have to finish the other book I'm on right now. So. That's great for it's great for parents, but it's also really good for anyone who teaches or administers at middle school or high school level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that is a good. Uh, it's a, yeah, cover. it's about understanding. Yeah. Yeah. OK, so the question we were going to get to talking about, but we've just been we're <laughs> we're just being us all over the place. Um, oh, my gosh. What was I going to say? Oh, staff meeting ideas. We were talking. Um, so sure I'll share one meetings. as we're going because we don't have a ton of staff meeting. We have we don't have a ton of full full building staff meetings at the high school level. And I want to say I think we only have one or two left at this point, maybe just one. Um, but one thing that we talked about as a huge admin team was uh, the safety, trying to figure out how to keep our school safety manuals on the top of everybody's minds and what the evacuation plans look like and things like that. And when I was at um, when I was the principal at the building I was at before, the archdiocese had us all together. We went through all of our building documents and they said, you know, the, the problem is 
we we bring all of our teachers in the first you know the two days before school or however long it is with all of the pd and we throw at them 40 pages of safety manual and mm. they're expected to remember everything that needs to happen if there is a gas leak or a bomb threat or blah 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 a fire drill tornado drill they these are not things that are naturally at the top of your head so what we started doing when i was there and what we're going to start doing in the building that i'm in now is adding a safety tip of the week to our weekly reminder and oh. and so that we'll be putting at the very top just uh, just here's your here's your tip if somebody calls in um if somebody calls in a bomb threat this is what you should be listening for you know as a reminder and that's it just sharing one oh, so that man. they're constantly remembering and then at staff meetings spending five or ten minutes no more than ten minutes but usually like three to five discussing very quickly a scenario or something to just keep everything at the top of you know just just having it there so that we're remembering where the where the information can be found and that you know it's important to keep revisiting this so that's something i wanted to remember to share with you and when what i've done with um i don't remember if i did it with that or like the staff handbook like those big items that nobody's going to actually sit and read through um except us our poor souls as administrators uh, so i will like create a kahoot or something so then it's like they have to, you know, at least spend some time getting through there to find the answers and and have an idea of how this packet or book or whatever is laid out, so they know where to find the answers and then make it fun as well. Because let's let's be real, that's boring stuff that people aren't going to spend a lot of time on. Yeah, we did the same yeah. thing with the Kahoot, not at the high school level, but I did it at St. Mary's, and it, it's so much it's so much better because you know what? There there are very few things in the staff manual that need that, you know, very beginning first day of school that you need to know, but one of them is who you call when you're supposed to be absent. You know, one of them is, you know, I, you know it's those couple of things that you just, you really need to know. The rest of them you can figure out as you're going, but those are, I think it's such a great idea. And I think, I think I may have gotten it from you, but I, I it's such a fun idea. Yeah. And I think also like we, we put it on Google classroom. I mean, it didn't go over so well with the people who you know, aren't really big into technology. Um, I thought I was making it easier for, you know, for you to, you know, as, as the, you know, person who's reading it, like you go through it and then you can check off that you did it. We embedded a Google form that just asks a couple questions and stuff like that. Um, but you're right. That I means they don't revisit it and, um, you know, it, it becomes problematic, you know, especially around this time of the year, mostly like before spring break, because <laughs> isn't there that weird time, like the two months before spring break where things just start going, you know, or people feel as though the sky is falling. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter what school and you're sometimes in. sometimes it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody's unraveling right now. <laughs> but, um, I like that. I like that idea of integrating stuff in. Um, like we have to have, I guess our April staff meeting is, like I was hoping to continue doing the school improvement stuff, uh, but we have to have like a, you know, a school safety meeting and, you know, we're going to be going to this Alice training now. So we have oh, okay. to talk about that. Yeah. Um, so, but no, I, I, I like that idea um, about, about doing, you know, like, like integrating it into like, a, like the weekly email or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I already said I was so good. Like I already did my uh, stuff for the week. I did it yesterday, uh, but I would have included something, but it's already out there. 
Sorry, next week. It's never too late, Spike. It's never yeah. Too late. <laughs> um, so what about you guys? What are you so, doing for your last couple middle school and elementary? What do you got? Um, so la last time I was talking about the – or earlier I was talking about like the one thing. Uh, so we did this this activity um, where prior to that we had had the, the staff brainstorm different ideas of areas that they wanted to improve in um or prove the school and um we got it down to like say 15 different themes we have a big staff and um but anyway we, you could use it with any however however big your staff is um and then this last staff meeting we were talking about how it's like an investing in the um investing in next year so we're going to invest in, in our time and our, our money, so to speak, into a problem. So they, when they came in, they each got three like little lakeside dollars that had my picture on it. And, um, and they were, they were able to, um, invest it in one of those 15 areas. Um, so we did that. And then once the voting was done, then we had like the big reveal that the, you know, the one thing that we're going to work on for next year is our hallways, like improving hallway behaviors. Now it didn't like, there's some people who were like, oh my God, I have all the things like, this is what we're going to work on. And, um, oh, but know. at middle school, oh my gosh, I hear oh, about yeah. the hallway from my own child. And oh, I'm, you do? So I, oh yeah, so it's not, this a, is it's not the only school. Oh my <laughs> gosh. No, after, like that's the time too that like the kids are going because elementary school for the most part they're traveling as a class they're in yes. a line they're they're supposed yeah. to be quiet middle school they're all going to different places at different times so they just they don't they intrinsically just don't know how to do that right right and I don't know if we're doing a good job and that was the the thing I was like so all the different things that we're doing um you know w w it's going to require us to to revisit that like how do we teach them how to walk in the halls how do we you know how do we monitor this what does it look like um and then um so we're going to go into their plcs and and do a lot of follow-up for the rest of the year because we need to come up with an action plan and accountability like what are the student expectations what are the teacher expectations what are the administrative expectations and um you know, like how do we how do we train the kids? How do we you know? And there's things out there that we already utilize. I just don't think we're utilizing it effectively, like PBSIS and you know, um, you know, wellness and you know, all those types of things <clears throat> to um, you know to improve this. And yeah, I mean, is it this is it something that I would want to work on? No, I think it's a it's a low level you know sort of stuff. But I think it's important because everyone sees it as a problem and everyone is you know for years and years and years just you know so frustrated with with the behavior in the hallways just for like what you're saying just like nonsense and then you know it, it bleeds into the classroom so i really have embraced it and said okay if this is what we're going to do we're going we're that going to make us our one thing and we are going we're going to solve this you know because we we can do this like we create the space there um so it'll be interesting i'll, I'll definitely give you you know, some ideas along the way. But one of the first things that I want to do is have them envision the future. What does it look like when it's working well? Like, what are those hallways look like? Because I think people have different perspectives on that, you know? So, yeah. So we're kind of in the same place that we, we, um, as a, a district, we're coming back together and, okay, what is our, what is our motto? What is our together? What as an entire district, what is our mission motto? And then, um, 
well, we landed on a model that I don't like, but that's not the point. Um, with my whole staff, then we were looking at collective commitments and, you know, mm -hmm. we listed like, well, actually as a, as a district, we listed like 15 things that here are like ideas that we think for collective commitments, but there's no way that we're all going to be able to collectively commit to those. So then as it, at my building level, I had them all out there, you know, gave them time to discuss them. And then the sticky dot thing to vote for the top three. And yeah. we landed on the top three. And then so um, our last meeting was, okay, now let's dig into these three. What does this, what does this look like when this is fully, when we are all in on this, mm -hmm. what does this mean? What does it look like? What does it sound like? What does this feel like? Um, and then on the flip side, when, when somebody is not um, following what this collective commitment is, what are the red flags for this? Yes. Yes. Um, so we've, we've been digging into that. That's awesome because it's not it's not just the kids too. Like that's the one thing that I've talked with, like in small groups with staff. It's like, okay, so if if for instance, you know, the hallways are the thing and, and our collective thing is that everybody is standing there in the um, you know, uh, in their doorway uh during class change, what happens when you're not there? Mm -hmm. And it really does it requires administrators to be more accountable to yeah. um having those uncomfortable conversations with teachers, say, listen, we all agreed to do this you know here's your you know first conversation but you know it it, it can lead down a road of you know letters and write-ups and discipline and things like that yeah so and you know what my staff knew that we were going to do that collective commitment um digging <coughs> into the look fors and red flags but what i did um before we started that activity is i led with a story um and i got this idea from the book lead with a story by Paul Smith, and I'll share that in the, the show notes. Mm -hmm. But I I um, had them read a news article, which was a news article of our school receiving a Blue Ribbon Award. And it was just, well, I mean, I went and Googled and looked at all the articles when schools get announced for Blue Ribbon Award and, right. and what does the state superintendent say and all of this and that. And I it was a full page article that I wrote. Um, but then at the top, if they paid attention and nobody pays attention to details, it had like a future date on this. Right. You know, right. years down the road. So, um, you know, as they're reading, it's all of the things that would be highlighted in receiving that Blue Ribbon Award are the things that would come out of if we were all in on these collective commitments. And we were actually doing this as an entire school, every single person. Um, so, you know, I told them like th th once they got to the end of reading that, obviously this is in the future, but this is my vision for where we mm -hmm. can be. Mm -hmm. Now we need to work together on these collective commitments to get there. That's, you know, this is interesting. My first day of coaching cross country, this is going back to, I think it's like 2004. Uh, I, I brought the kids a newsletter that I had written about how, and it was written in the future about how they won like the state group you know, championship yeah. for, for that. That's, that's, that's awesome. And did they? No, oh. <laughs> no, but I mean, if, but the program improved and you know what I mean? But it was like getting that, like getting the, you know, the emphasis off of the right now to like, what can this be? Yeah. And, you know, this is just little, little stuff, but um, when it comes to staff meetings, I always try to start with a video clip, something funny, like on the start time. And if you're not here at start time, you don't get to see the funny video clip. Mm. Um, Wait, you mean you have, you have teachers that come late? <laughs> 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 I thought, I thought, I, I thought that like, 
everybody, especially in Wisconsin and, and Michigan, like they just showed right up on time. They, oh, let me, let me tell you, they <laughs> all come on time. They all um, are good listeners when the speaker, whoever it is, is talking. There's no side conversations. Um, <laughs> no, all, no one's looking yeah, at their phone. Yeah, <laughs> no one's looking at their phone. No one's looking it's, at their phone. I mean, and they're they excited to be there. Yeah, the meetings are perfect. <laughs> Every single one of them. Making fun of today. Okay. And then also, I always try to include some little activity where they're connecting with other people. Um, and I force them to do it and they usually groan, but then they enjoy it. Because, you know, otherwise it's, you know, all the kindergarten teachers sitting together, all the second yeah. teachers sitting together, all the, you know, they need to get out and see other people and, and to talk to other people and cross pollinate with other areas of the building. Pollinate. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like that too. Um, I'm done with ideas. I'm all done talking for the day. <laughs> Jessica out. <laughs> Jessica. Just I'm just kidding. I'm not sure that's how that works. <laughs> and you'll be like, well, and another oh, thing. Yeah. I'm impressed that in, in almost 100 episodes we haven't had that happen yet. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I wish somebody would just slam their microphone down and be like, I'm mad. <laughs> That's, that's it. Boom. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that, but that would end it all. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys, you're on your own. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. No, those are those are some good ideas. I think um, you know, getting them talking to each other, talking in groups. Uh, we just did some work um on this and our for our PLCs because I think in order for PLCs to work effectively, you know, communication, listening, you know, has to to be at the forefront of that and uh we had a, a session my girl eileen pogus again once again she's our you know our professional development coach uh at our uh for our I district like that name That's yeah eileen cool yeah she's she's um spike cook eileen pogus you got some cool names some going cool on there names over there yeah yeah she's an interesting woman she comes from uh, i want to say somewhere in europe uh that's where the eileen comes from um mm. Because, uh, you know, when you look at it, it looks like Ali or, or something like that, but it's Ali. And um, so she was working with our staff. Uh, it was right before the break on on listening and um, just how just how important it is to to do that and to make sure that you start every every PLC out with, you know, the, the share out of like, th how are things going and stuff like that. And she did say, you know, this is how you should really be modeling your your staff meetings as well giving them some chance to talk. So when they were doing that activity on the one thing, doing their investing, because there's so many staff members, we had to do it in small groups. So when they weren't voting or investing, we gave them opportunities to, um, like we gave them a, a topic or a theme and they could talk at their table um, during that time. And, and you know, it, it's a good reminder because I am very much of let's get to the agenda and get business done. Yeah. I don't have time for this chit chat crap. Um, and um, it was a good reminder for me in this book, Lead with a Story, um, of making sure that there are time for people to talk to one another and, and um, I don't know if be vulnerable is the right word, but just share mm -hmm. personal stories because – you know, in order for us to work together better, we do need to know each other better than just, you know, what's the end of the unit assessment. Um, and we do need that time for, for bonding and um, 
I don't know. Did you I see this see one thing? Eloquently. I keep saying the one thing. Did you see this thing? Um, I think I saw it on social media somewhere, maybe even on Facebook, where there's this one school that's doing 15-minute standing meetings. Have you seen this? Yeah, I've heard of that. But it's like, isn't it like a 15-minute standing meeting every day? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. What, like a stand-up meeting? Is that yeah. What you're yeah. Like, they're like the day? I don't know when it happens, no, but I just know they're not sitting. They're yeah, sitting. They're not so, sitting in chairs. That's what they. Oh, mean. Like physically yeah. standing. Up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I read this in one of the PLC books. I can't remember which one from Solution Tree. And it, yeah, they have a standing meeting every morning, um, and it's it's quick. Like it could end up being just five minutes, and you know, then everybody put their fist in and go team go. Right. Whatever. Um, I can't bring myself to to try that. But yeah, I have I have. The people who have done that say good things about it. Yeah. It's not my are, one thing to try. Yeah. There are certain places that that works okay. I'm I'm thinking to myself in a in a meeting with 110 teachers. Yeah. yeah. Probably not it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all stand in the there. high school gym. Yeah. I'm right <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whenever I think about this stuff now, I'm thinking, okay, so do you know what it's like to have 110 people in a meeting right, like, in a cafeteria with not the best sound system? You know, like it's, it's, and they're sitting at like, you know, the lunch tables. Can you imagine the, all, everybody's standing up and all 110 trying to get their hands together in the yeah. middle? Is <laughs> that even somebody. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, but you know what? But I could see like in the building I was in before, I could totally. see it working really well because they yeah. would love it. Like everybody's talking first thing in the morning anyway, you know? And I think even in small teams, maybe even in, in, grade levels or things mm -hmm. like that i think it's it's a great idea it 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 keeps everybody focused it on is. the team and on working as a group and i didn't realize yeah, that I was every day i didn't realize that was every day but i wonder if you if you could take like contractually if you could say like instead of us having we're supposed to have three meetings a month most most schools in our district only have two um but I like say one. you only have one yeah um, well, one's a big staff meeting, and then one is um, like department meetings and subcommittees and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I wonder if you took that, you know, it's supposed to be like an hour or 45 minutes and you, you know, chopped that up. I wonder what that would look like if you had like, yeah, small, like three minute meetings every day or something like that. Interesting. Um, well, if, if you've, done something like that or you're you're listening to this and you have different ideas let us know um and we could always you know feature something you know in our next uh podcast but yeah, I especially think if you've done it in in situations like like where spike and i are talking about where we're like there's no way that could work at a high school or middle school level with big staff if you have things that work at a big in a big staff that like we don't think could please share that too yeah i think that's a that's a big a big thing yeah yeah, awesome. Awesome. All right. All right. You guys, my coffee cup is empty, so yeah. I think oh. I'm done. <laughs> it's actually time for Jessica out. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is. actually is. <laughs> we need to refill or refuel. It's, we're done. It's over. <laughs> Thanks for hanging on with us, Jess. Right. <laughs> You're the best. You're a trooper. You know, Wait. but I'm not going to lie. You guys won't be able to see this, but the last couple of times we've done a podcast, I've always run out of coffee because I'm in my basement. So I drink it faster because it's cold. Mm -hmm. So today I brought my coffee cup and I brought. Uh, a and a <laughs> oh my gosh. That's you awesome. are dead. That I happened, need to go. So. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, Jess, thanks again for that extra, you know, 10 minutes because I know you were so done like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> you see the energy just fizzle right out of it. Yeah, but you, you stuck through it. It was like, it's like those last best. couple miles of the know, marathon. It's like the best team player ever. And listen to you. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. I did. And I don't know if that. you saw. I did love listening to your podcast with you and Jethro. And I was like, this is really good. I'm so glad I wasn't in on this podcast because I wouldn't have listened to it if I wasn't. Um, Isn't that the truth, though? It's There's something to be said for true. us not being on, like all of us not always being on it because I feel like yeah. we learn from each other. And even yeah. though we do in conversation, sometimes it's nice to hear the conversation with yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but also like being put on the hot seat, like that wasn't the f that wasn't the most fun thing I did that day. No, like, he, did. he kept grilling me, he grilling did. me. He did the five whys with you, I he think. He did. He was like, uh -huh. and if I, you didn't know, what would you know? Or yeah. What would the answer would be? You, I was like, like, oh my like. god. He's like, yeah, but it but it works. It it, it definitely works, but it wasn't fun. I felt like if you guys were there, you would have like said something like, "All right, go, you gotta gotta ease up on him." You got. No, no, we would have been like, "Yes, yeah, Spike. What would you do if you didn't know?" Yeah. <laughs> Answers question, Spike. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> All right, we would have saved you, Spike. I think yeah. it's time here, people. It's oh, time. she is really. It's really time. <laughs> Apologize. She's like, All I right. am not. I'm not playing around today. This is my third one, but I'm gonna really pull the trigger. All right. Warnings. All right. Thanks for listening to us, everybody. And Principal Peelen out. Sounds perfect. It's been a great conversation. Thank you so much, Spike. I hope everyone has a great week. And with that, Principal PLN out. Thanks for sharing in the learning with us today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and continue the conversation by joining the Boxer Group. Links can be found at principalpln.com.